Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast. Now, this is my 11th take now, guys. Okay, the devil is really, really mad. Um, this is my 11th take. And, you know, as I was getting ready for this episode this morning, you know, my neighbors start having intercourse. And I've, I've always had trouble with this neighbor. And I know it's very spiritual. It's just, oh my gosh. <laughs> So there's just all kinds of noise and I'm like, I cannot have that in my episode. Um, and it was just irking me, you know. I wanted to hit the the broom on the ceiling, but I was like, I just prayed in tongues. I was like, God, please let this stop. Like, I don't want to hear this. Anyway, so welcome back to my podcast. And today we'll be talking about the ongoing war. Okay, so many people and or Christians do not know we are in an ongoing war, okay? And that is lacking wisdom. When we lack wisdom, we perish, okay? Now, spiritual warfare is an ongoing war, and the most dangerous thing is to be in a war and not know about it, and not know how to fight it, you know? So I'm gonna bring a few scriptures here to just tie everything together. So for this, it's 1 Peter 5, 8. And I know a lot of you are on your way to work or, um, you know, just vibing it out. So I'm just gonna read this to you guys. It's be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. So it doesn't matter if you are completely in the world, he's not going to leave you alone. He's never going to leave you alone. It doesn't matter who you are because you were created in the image of God. Now, I'm going to give you another scripture here. Matthew 6, 22 through 23. And I want to remind you guys that this is actually... Um, repeated a couple of times in the Bible um, such as Luke eleven thirty four. so this is Matthew 6 22 through 23 the eye is the lamp of the body so if your eye is healthy your whole body will be full of light but if your eye is bad your whole body will be full of darkness if then the light is in you is darkness how great is the darkness okay now, Proverbs 20, 12 says, The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. Okay, so it's saying here that if God created the eye as the lamp of the body, then the ears are the, the lamp as well. So when we watch something or listen to something of the world, it feeds our flesh. And our flesh is only meant for this earth. So our flesh does not care about our afterlife. The flesh is selfish and wants everything of world now I'm gonna give you an example because a lot of people struggle with um, tattoos now it's your own conviction okay for me I would definitely be convicted because I know that it's a fleshly desire it's a desire led by the flesh the Holy Spirit is not going to tell me to get a tattoo because that's not needed the flesh stays here it doesn't matter okay so now that you guys know that, then now you guys have to hold yourselves accountable. That's a flesh desire. And when you start feeding into your flesh, it can be very dangerous. So I definitely advise not doing those things. 
Now, 1 John 2.16 says, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride and possessions, is not from the Father, but is from the world. Okay, I'm going to bring another scripture to back it up. Galatians 5.17, For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. We are born sinners, guys. We are born sinners, so if we have fed our flesh all of our life, we don't know we are weak because we haven't felt strong before. Same thing with being free. If we were a slave to sin all of our lives, we do not know what it is to be free. The world says doing whatever you want is freedom, but when you drink, you open a door to demons and they come through. Okay, when you have a temptation to drink, to smoke, they're tempting you to do that. If you have um, a temptation to masturbate, the demons are touching you. Okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to level with you guys in this podcast. Because I want you guys to know how serious it is. Just because you can't see them in the spirit doesn't mean that they're not there. Okay, when you are feeling, you know, throbbing down there and all that stuff, that's a demon. He's touching you, trying to convince you, hey, you know, it's okay. It's okay to please yourself. And it is not, because that is selfish, which is the flesh, okay? Um, so drinking is not, you know, these demons, they're going to convince you to do things. They're going to say, oh, you know, one drink is not enough. Drinking, at some point, drinking is not going to be enough, okay? And then you start smoking, okay, demons will come through. Whatever you're doing, you are not alone. I have no idea how many times I was in a dangerous situation and God made sure I was safe, even though I wasn't doing the right thing. He knew I had to learn for myself so in the future I could appreciate what he would give me. Romans 8.8 says here, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Okay, so we cannot be lukewarm. I mean, even God says that he will spit us out if we are lukewarm. He'd rather have us hot than be fake, okay? So he basically doesn't like it when someone is fake. Oh yeah, I love, yeah, I love Jesus. Oh yeah, I love marijuana. And then we reason with it like, oh yeah, well, God made it, you know? So I can, like, come on, God made all of this. But we misuse it just like how we misuse sex, right? We just misuse it. It was meant to be between marriage it was something beautiful and the devil turned it to be something ugly so let's continue here because it's getting good it's getting good now galatians 5 19 through 21 says here now the works of the flesh are evident sexual immorality impurity sensuality idolatry sorcery enmity Strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, uh, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. 
Okay, now God talks about this all throughout the Bible because he created us. So he knows what we are going to think. He knows naturally that we're going to still question. So he keeps reminding us all throughout the Bible. Like, hey, there's no excuse for this. And you guys might be thinking, oh, that's a long list. Like, how is that even possible? Look, I am a living proof of that. Okay? The Holy Spirit will give you that self-control. God will start putting new desires in your heart. And he will start to give you patience and all these things that you need. So you'll be able to live the righteous life. Right? Now... Romans 8, 6 says, For to set the mind of the flesh is death, but to set the mind of the spirit is life and peace. Now, this world really lacks peace. Everyone is just so frightened about COVID. They're going crazy. And they have a lot of fits of anger. They're very impatient and... If only they can see. If only they had that blindfold off. Because, you know, a lot of people, you know, of course, you know, they say, oh, well, that sounds very controlling to me. Like, why do I need to listen to God? It's like just, it's the same thing with your parents. You have to respect them and you have to listen to them. Same thing. Okay. God put the breath into our lungs. Now you have to think about that. Because he he put one breath in our lungs and it's living. So we're still breathing. He doesn't have to keep refueling our lungs. He breathed just one time. Like if he is that powerful, then imagine what else he can do. He is no one to be messed with. And a lot of people, you know, they want to be like, oh, Jesus is love, Jesus is love. Yeah, he is loving, but he is not a fool. You cannot fool him. You cannot pretend. Okay, just because, you know, you say the words, you know, he's looking at the actions. He knows our heart. We don't know our own heart. Ask God to reveal to you what is in your heart. And he will tell you. It's extremely, extremely important that we follow the spirit. Because like I said, the flesh, it does not care. It does not care about you. The flesh is meant for the earth. So it's not thinking about your afterlife. Because your flesh is like, I mean, I'm only here for a little bit. I'm trying to live my life. Your flesh doesn't care. Your flesh wants everything of the world. It's selfish. Now we are going to go to 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And it says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Now, there's an important scripture here because I hear it all the time 
it's like why am i tempted all the time like i already agreed to god and all this stuff no god created us because he wanted true love he wanted to be chosen just like how we want to be chosen god wants to be chosen okay he doesn't want you just to do it just so you can get a ticket to heaven if you just want a ticket to heaven like i said i'm gonna say this again you cannot trick god he knows your every thought okay it's recorded in a book okay he knows your every thought he knows your every move he knows what you're already going to choose in the future okay he knows everything there's nothing you can hide from him okay and i'm gonna read this again but with the temptation he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it okay now once i got delivered and everything god was like okay i'm gonna put you in training and i was like what like i never heard of god doing that right and he was teaching me endurance how to keep getting back up because yes it does get tiring when the demons because when you get delivered and everything when you finally start trying to live right that's when it's going to get tough and you're and the devil's gonna play tricks on you like oh it, it, it was easier when you weren't with god but that is a lie because all of those things is emptiness and you do not want to be in hell a lot there's like a a huge misconception of what hell is they really think that you're, you're gonna be able to party and stuff no you're not gonna be able to do anything you're not even gonna be able to talk you're not even gonna be able to breathe so I really want you guys to really really focus on this because this is very important okay now when you are tempted you are tempted by demons remind you of that have you ever had a thought that said oh you you have that drink in that fridge you know you have that beer in that fridge you don't want it to go to waste god will understand right i mean when we think in the natural we're like oh i spent money on that i don't want to waste it i don't want to waste that alcohol so let me go drink it and then i'll start my walk with god no that's not how it works alcohol even not drinking it and leaving it in your fridge that's that's an opportunity to sin that's a door open so there's gonna keep having a demon and instead of keeping in your ear like hey go drink that go drink that now the other day I was cleaning out my um, my pantry and I thought I threw away all my Starbucks cups. I thought I threw them all away. But there was one left and I was like, what? I haven't even seen this one before. And um, I threw it away um, because I'm not trying to have any doors open. I'm not leaving any opportunity for these annoying demons to try to come into my ear. Because that's not gonna work. I know what can happen when you do those things because I've, I've done those things before. And I'm a visual learner. So God allowed me to 
see those demons that were coming in each time I said something or each time I um, did something, right? You know, so even that's why God says words have life. Words have life. So if you're saying, oh, I, I'm scared of this or this and that, that opens a door. That opens a door, guys. Okay. I remember um, I've, I actually saw in the spirit a door open and then a demon came in. And I was about to go to sleep. I was on the phone with my mom and I was like, honestly, I don't think I should be saying this. Like, I, I felt it in my spirit. I shouldn't say it, but I still did. Okay. I was like, I'm kind of afraid to go to sleep. And this was the time. When I, I kept going into this um, sleep paralysis because God was teaching me how to get out of that, but sometimes I was getting lazy with it. Like, I just didn't want to fight all the way. Um, and then, right when I said that, right when the words came out of my mouth, the door just popped over my face, right? And the door opened and a demon came in. And I was like, oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> I was like, I was more so annoyed because I was like, okay, I knew I should have said that, but I did it anyway. Like, I don't understand, right? So it's very, very, very apparent that you stop using those words of death that the world uses. Okay, stop thinking, oh, it's embarrassing and all this stuff. You shouldn't be embarrassed because God is real. God is real. You should not be embarrassed. If you ever feel embarrassed, and that means you have a lack of understanding or um, you're not fully believing in him. God is real, guys. He can do wonderful, miraculous things, but we have to give him the okay. Like, okay, I'm going to allow you to do this in my life. I don't want any of this anymore. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of being so needy to these things and it still doesn't fulfill me. I'm ready to just give it all to you. And a lot of people, you know, like I said, the flesh, the flesh, oh, I just wanted to do it myself. I don't need any help and all this stuff. That is your flesh. And there's a lot of people, I've seen a lot of Christians, you know, say, oh yeah, we are sinners just like you and trying to level with people. You can't do that. Okay, we are set apart from the world. When you repent, when you truly repent to turn and not do it again, you are made anew. You are made anew. So you're no longer a sinner anymore. You're supposed to turn away from sin. And to truly do that, you have to understand why it is evil. Why is sin a sin? Why is it evil? I know our parents, you know, in our childhood and stuff would tell us not to do this, not to do that. But they wouldn't explain why. If we only explained why, then it could save a lot of people out here. Okay? We shouldn't be 
having sex and not having a husband why because you can have a lot of soul ties okay aka demons that are attached to that person now is on to you plus the demons you probably already had okay and then one day you're surprised oh why am i depressed all of a sudden or why is this not enough for me um why am i drinking all of a sudden i've never done that oh why am i um smoking and all this stuff you're supposed to tie yourself to one person God meant it to be a beautiful thing and the devil took the love out of it he took the love out of it he made it dirty he made it a show and so now everyone is used to watching all these sexual things and music videos and everything when you're not supposed to see those things okay that's supposed to be in private with a man and a woman so i just wanted for you guys to really get the gist of this that everything is about the spirit guys everything is in the spirit Nothing passes the spirit. You can't, you can't just try to find a book and be like, okay, how can I get out of this? No. If you want to get out of it, you got to go to Jesus. There's always an ongoing war. The devil has plans against you. He knows he can't stop your destiny, but he wants to slow you down. just like how he cannot stop his destiny but he wants to make he wants to make it worth it he doesn't want it to be for nothing that he goes to hell okay imagine him doing all of this <laughs> imagine him doing all of this and then no one goes to hell right so he he's going to make sure that a lot of people go down with him so whatever he has to do and the devil, he likes to dress in a handsome man, you know, he, he doesn't, he doesn't care. Okay, I've heard some, from so many people, yeah, the devil told me he loved me. No, he doesn't. He doesn't love you at all. Love isn't torment. Love isn't manipulating and making you feel small. God will only pour love into your life. Like I said before in my testimony, God did not let me know. He didn't slap me beside my head one time when I was doing all that stuff. And I wish he did, but he didn't because he knew this was the process. I, if that's not patience, then I don't know what is. Because I was doing all that stuff and he knew. He was like, okay, she's going to go further. I, I know, I see her potential. I know where she's going to be. So all the stuff I was saying, I was so frustrated with him, but he allowed me to go through that season. Because if he just easily gave me what I wanted, I would have appreciated it. And I would have been a horrible wife. I would have been a horrible wife. I would have drove him down to hell. So that's it guys for this episode. Um, 
for the next episode, guys. It's we're gonna go in more detail. Um, it's going to be very, very important that you listen to the next episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, follow my Instagram at Jubilee's Life. It's J U B I L E E S Life, and I will be uploading every Tuesday. And I'm just excited for this podcast, guys. I mean, I really hope that this has been helping you. And um, you can also email me at jubileesinquiries um, at gmail.com if you want me to talk about anything that is um, pertaining to my podcast. If you have any questions or anything that I can answer, I'll definitely like to make it a topic here on my on my podcast so we can talk about it. But um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great day and I'll see you guys next time.